All right. Today is April 17th, 2022. Uh, welcome to the Silverback Podcast uh, inaugural episode. My name is Damon Burwell. Hope this finds you well. Um, purpose of my podcast is to talk about all sorts of issues, whether they be social issues, mental health, emotional health issues, um, race issues, uh, relationship issues, uh, from my perspective. And why does my perspective matter? It doesn't. Uh, It's just my perspective. Um, I do offer, I think, a, a bit of a unique perspective in that I am a, um, 50-year-old queer black man in America. So that gives me a unique perspective that you don't typically hear uh, on the radio waves uh, or media waves today. Um, To get right into it, the first thing I, you know, uh, this being my inaugural episode and kind of dipping my toe into the podcast water, what I want to talk about, and it's something I've asked several people, like, well, what do you want to hear about? You know, if you, you, I have opinions on all different kinds of things. What are the things that you want me to cover? And uh, overwhelmingly, um, I have been asked what my opinion is about the slap or the slap heard around the world. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you must be living under a rock. Uh, March 27th, 2022, uh, Will Smith slapped fire from Chris Rock's mouth. And I believe Will said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth or something to that effect. And so there's been a lot written and a lot said uh, about Will Smith's actions. And uh, a lot of people wanted to know, well, what, Demond, what do you think? You know, um, uh, Unfortunately for, for many of my friends, it's coming, you know, I, I come with the token black perspective, but that's a, that's an issue we'll cover at another day. Um, yeah, a lot of people want to know, well, what do you think about that? And, you know, my first initial response, uh, I remember I was at home, uh, my loving mother was watching the Oscars and I was getting ready to leave the house and she was like, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock. And I was like, Oh, and didn't really think anything of it. Um, a little bit later, I started to peruse social media and I, maybe an hour after it happened, I saw the video and I got to say my initial response was good. Um, and people were shocked. They were abhorred. They're like, what do you mean good? He slapped him and, you know, he's just a comedian and, he can say what he wants. People, words have consequences. I'm, I'm not condoning the slap, but I damn sure understand it. And what it did for me, listening to, uh, listening and reading, listening to and reading what a lot of people have said and condemning Will Smith and his actions. And again, I, I, I don't condone it. I, I, but I do understand it. I do understand standing up for my partner. I do understand uh feeling like I have egg on my face and overreacting to a situation and having a human moment and 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 I chalk it up to that he simply had 
a human moment and I'm not attached to it otherwise. What I am attached to though is how the slap and how it's been portrayed <clears throat> dovetails into a concept that I've had an issue with for quite some time and and that is the concept of respectability politics which you know that term uh can be credited to Evelyn Brooks Higginbottom and uh her book Righteous Discon- Righteous Discontent the women's movement in the Black Baptist Church, 1880 to 1920. Uh, I believe that's when, uh, back in 1993, when her book was published, that term first came uh, into being. Uh, but the notion of respectability politics extends all the way back to W.E.B. Du Bois and, and Booker T. Washington. And and simply, if you don't un- if you don't know what that term means, if you've never heard that term. Uh, what is meant, uh, widely when using that term is it refers to the way that, uh, people attempting to make social change present their demands in a way that's acceptable to dominant standards in society. Or just more simply, uh, black folks need to learn how to act right and, and, um, be educated and act in a manner that doesn't scare white people. Um, that's essentially the nuts and bolts of respectability politics. And the challenge that I have with that and the dangers uh, with, you know, that and with specific reference to the Will Smith circumstances, as I said, he had a human moment. Um, plenty of actors of all different weight, races, ethnicities, genders, have had moments. Uh, you know, Britney Spears shaved her head and beat on the window. Um, Mel Gibson has had, you know, several colorful public declarations. I mean, we don't have to go far. You know, uh, John Wayne tried to rush the stage of the Oscars back in, I believe, it was 1972 when uh, Marlon Brando refused to accept his Oscar for The Godfather, and nothing was said of that. The challenge with what happened with Will Smith is that he had a very real human reaction to a circumstance. Some may call it an overreaction. I'm, I'm willing to, to agree with that. But the notion, the underlying notion that somehow, some way, um, that he owes anything to anybody to behave a certain way is dangerous. Um, uh, from my perspective, it basically eliminates uh, or discredits any humanity that he has. Um, furthermore, I you know I have to ask the question when when other actors or prominent celebrities uh, have had misgivings, um, have they been met with the same type of vitriol and? Uh, language used as it's disgusting, it's this, it's that. He needs to give back uh, an honor that he had already been voted and duly credited with. Um, you know, it's uh, it's troubling. It's troubling because at the end of the day, you know, a few things come up for me. Um, one, as I said, Will doesn't owe anything to anybody. He's a human being. And uh he performed poorly in, in that specific moment in time. And he's, you know, bared the consequences of that action by 
um, you know, resigning for the academy and then being banned for 10 years. Um, done. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done with it. You know, what, what he has to deal with with Chris is between he and, he and Chris. Um, but secondarily, everybody that's talking about Will Smith have taking responsibility for his behavior, I gotta say, where is the same level of, um, uh, asking, um, for Chris Rock? Uh, so many people have, I've heard and spoke to say, well, he's a comedian. Comedians tell jokes. They should be able to say what they want it, what they want to say. Well, and, you know, kind of go into this free speech argument, which, you know, free and protected speech is is something I don't want to get into a constitutional discussion today. But, you know, free and protected speech is is a specifically covered uh, category of speech. And even with free and protected speech, it doesn't mean that words don't have consequences. I can say whatever it is that I want, but there's going to be consequences for my actions. Uh, Chris Rock made a joke in poor taste and him getting the shit slapped out of him was a consequence of his actions, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, at some level, you know, this idea that, you know, comedians are somehow protected um, from saying whatever um, is dangerous, you know. Um, you can protect Chris Rock from, you know, saying what he said about Jada, yet you... Um, have a fit when Michael Richards uses the word nigger or Louis C.K. says, you know, the things that he says. I, I find that a bit hypocritical. Um, this is something that, you know, we should be looking at across the board. It's like, look, either people are responsible for the words that come out of their mouth or they're not. Uh, this idea that, oh, just because this offended me and that didn't offend me, um, it doesn't cut mustard. You know, um, at, so at a certain level, if you're going to use uh, the metric that uh, reprehensible speech is reprehensible speech or talking ill of somebody um, uh, isn't always warranted, then at the very least, it would seem that Chris Rock needs to take a level of personal responsibility. Moreover, each and every person that was affected or seemingly affected by something that had absolutely nothing to do with them, which is also curious to me, you know, may want to ask themselves the same question. You know, what, what, uh, what was it that was so bad about an altercation between two men that have absolutely nothing to do with you, uh, caused such anger, caused such antipathy, caused such judgment? Um, have you never acted out in a manner that was volatile towards another human being? Have you never overreacted to a circumstance when you did overreact? Was it anybody else's business but yours? Uh, does because they are celebrities somehow mean that they are devoid of humanity and being able to be human beings and, and, and not be perfect a hundred percent of the time? You know, these are questions that, 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 that are brought up with me and, and, you know, during the course of the broadcast and using different events, you know, I want to start to tackle the idea of responsibility, um, particularly responsibility and race. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get into all of that today, but I think, um, you know, as I said, 
much ado is being made <clears throat> about nothing. And what to me the underpinnings of that are is that, oh, Will is, you know, the fresh Prince of Bel-Air and he's made all of these movies and he makes us laugh and he makes us feel safe. And when I say we, I mean dominant culture. And then he acts in a manner that is not uh, representative of being docile, not representative of being meek. Um, then somehow we start clutching our collective pearls. People of colors uh, that are in the respectability camp start saying, you know, you're behaving poorly and you're reflecting poorly on all of us. Guess what? Will Smith does not reflect poorly on me. He slapped somebody. That has nothing to do with me whatsoever. Um, so I reject that notion. Uh, then you have people in the other camp like, oh, well, he was such a nice young man. I can't believe that he did that. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, what it brings me back to is, uh, James Baldwin, my, my favorite author. Uh, there's a documentary that came out not too long ago. Uh, called I Am Not Your Negro. And it talks a lot about respectability politics and talks about like the dichotomy between uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and and how today people that, um, you know, seemingly are against the uh, advancement in civil rights like to evoke the notions of Dr. King and anybody that evokes the notions of uh, Malcolm X is referred to as a thug, which is modern day terminology for nigger, um, uh, which I profoundly believe. And so, you know, what I want to challenge people to do, and I'm not going to agree uh, with a lot of things that people say, and I'm going to definitely ruffle some feathers in this podcast um, because I believe responsibility is important. I believe that uh if you've committed a crime, there's a responsibility that you have to bear for it. Now, does the punishment necessarily fit? No. Um, but what I'm inter- what I'm interested in is is equity across the board. And so, you know, I don't want to get <clears throat> too far too deep into uh, the slap anymore. But I definitely do want to bring up and and have uh, my audience uh, consider. Why the slap affected you so much? Why it affected you so much and what fear does that bring up or what resistance does that bring up within you? Because ultimately, if we want to move forward or if we want to be free as individuals and as a collective, we got to stop holding on to shit that doesn't matter. Um. And so today I'm going to leave you with that question, uh, our first episode of the Silver Pack podcast. And hopefully in this future, I will get a little bit better at this. And hopefully in the future, I'll be a little bit uh, more clear in articulating my thoughts. Uh, if you have any uh, topics that you want to uh, to discuss with me or if you uh, want to comment on anything that I have discussed in this podcast, you can reach me. <clears throat> you can reach me on Twitter at uh, at 
Burwell, B-U-R-W-E-L-L, Demond, D-E-M-O-N-D. Thanks and have a good day.